Blog Talk Radio. I'm sorry, but I did not hear the press that you recorded it. Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus. Coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Kinds of crazy shit. Man, you got to get off of those Macs and buy a PC. Dude, I'm telling you, what I got to do is upgrade this piece of shit fucking Mac that just fucking, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it boggles the mind, Rufus. It boggles the mind. Whoa! He cracked it, folks. He cracked one. Show off. Game on. Yeah, the game's on. Correct one of many. The problem with the show is that I end up cracking about seven, but ultimately drinking about two and a half or three. Oh, come on now. I don't I mean, believe it. Well, during the show, I'm not going to waste beer. After the show, I, I put it all in one big glass. <laughs> one big warm goblet of uh, tepid beer sounds delicious. Hey, when, you're, when you're three sheets to the wind, there's no such thing as warm or cold. It's just all good. Have you ever, like, thought that you were getting your hands on a cold beer and then you grabbed what is a totally warm and disgusting warm beer and you take just a big sip out of it? What's the grossest? Have you ever – I can tell you right now. One time I picked up an old can of beer and I drank it, and in the bottom of it was some ashes. That's pretty gross. I've done that, too, because for a long time when I smoked cigarettes, I, I hated the taste. I don't know why I did it. I guess I did it for the the buzz, but I I fucking hated the taste and it gave me heartburn. So I would I would always spit my spit out like after a drag, and so I would spit it out into empty beer cans that were stacked up everywhere. And there's been a couple of times where I, you know, got a big nasty slimy gob of old nicotine spit in my mouth. That sounds delicious. Well, even before that, man, way back at uh at St. Ed's in college. Uh, in the dorm, I used to drink a lot of Coca-Cola, and I would stack the cans up. Our, our dorm room was a fucking mess. And then we went away for the Christmas break, which was like a month almost, I guess. And we came back, and I'm getting back into the groove, and I take a drink of Coke, and I'm like, feel this lumpy shit in my mouth. Oh, my God. And it was I spit it out, and it was this green, fuzzy, snotty shit because it was a can that had been sitting there since who knows how long before Christmas break. It was pretty vile. I didn't did throw go, up, though. Did it go psychedelic on you? Were you, like, tripping later? No. Unfortunately, I was not. 
that is, that is unfortunate. It is. I mean, now looking back on it, back then I was just like, thank God I didn't puke. But it would have been nice to have some, you know, added bonus material. Well, I mean, fuck, you could probably bottle that and fucking sell it. You could. If you, if you could have figured out to make someone trip or high off of it. Remember when they wanted to out? Remember when people were thinking that you could get high by putting juicy fruit gum in a banana and let it sit for like fucking a month? Have you ever heard of that? Are you making this up? I've never. No, heard of that. no, Ruben, that was fuck a fucking thing. That? I swear to God, that was a fucking thing. That is the most random shit I've ever heard in my life. And I remember when I lived in the dorm at St. Edwards, people were fucking trying it, and they would break out like these old brown nasty bananas that had this juicy fruit gum sitting in it. And they would chew it, and of course they would think that they were like getting high, but I'm pretty sure they were not. If anything, they had some they, kind of placebo thing happening. High off botulism. Yeah, yeah, that'll get you high, but then really low. So, uh, you know that I went and did this uh, this Comic Con thing. Yeah, I actually wanted to jump right to that instead of like all the nicest, you know, the niceties and shit. So uh, <laughs> oh, tell me about Comic Con. Looked like it was packed wall to wall, standing room only. You know, really, it wasn't. Yesterday, it was not. I'm going to tell you the secret to Comic Con, and this was my first Comic Con to see her favorite YouTubers, Rufus, who are something else YT and the odd ones out. Uh, just a couple of younger guys that have their own YouTube channels or whatever. Don't know if you've ever heard of them. I mean, no. But uh, real nice guys. They're actually animators. My daughter's really into like animation. She's an excellent artist. Kind of reminds me of you, Rufus, as a as a young lad, with your uh, art skills. I'm not sure that uh, not sure she's not yours. Did you impregnate my wife over the phone or something? Not to my knowledge, but hey, anything can happen. Always practice safe sex on the phone. Personally. I do. I do. I, I I typically practice no sex on the phone, but sometimes you do. So yesterday, we get there, and we're thinking there's going to be some super-duper long line, right? Well, my wife is. And I said to my wife, I'm like, you know what? It's Friday. We actually took my daughter out of school to uh, to do this thing. That's and, cool. And uh, there was nobody in line, so much so that I actually felt sorry for these guys. I'm like, oh, shit, no one's going to show up. To no. Me. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, they'll never come back to Grand Rapids, Michigan. And uh, – so we were literally the only people in line, and I was like, okay, this is a little awkward. You know, we're like making small talk with her two biggest YouTube fans. Or two, she's like their biggest fan. You know, she's wearing all their merchandise and shit, and they could not have been. It kind of reminds me of what me and you will be like when we go to Comic-Con. Yes. And we, uh, because they were so nice, dude. They, like, just sat there and talked to us. Oh. And I mean, they couldn't have been any nicer to her, and they were like, we saw them later in the thing, and they pointed to her like, hey, how you doing? You know, when they were, like, getting their lunch break or whatever. And it actually it made her day. And even though the I whole bet, trip ended up costing, like, $800 worth of garbage, basically. Yeah. And I don't mean garbage because if it was hyper-slot swag, it would be worth money. But it was just their kind of swag. So, sure. obviously, it's worth less money. But not to her. I mean, to her, it meant no, a, oh, a no. hell of a lot more. I know. She's Right, and they autographed, like, her T-shirts and, like, everything that she got. And I was like, she, so she's wearing this hat with this autograph on the top of it, right? And yeah. I'm like, man, you need – I said, you don't want to wear that hat. And she was getting so fucking mad at me, right? I'm like, you don't want to wear that hat. I said, someday you're going to want to look back at that hat and that, you know, the autographs are going to be ruined or whatever. Right. And, of course, I'm dad, so I'm just a fucking stupid idiot. 
And like an hour into it, she's like, maybe I should get another hat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's right. I won. Eventually I won, Rufus. Well, she did what, what my son does, is he recognizes immediately that, that I'm correct, but he doesn't want to give that to me. So he just <laughs> yeah. he waits a while until it becomes his idea. And he's like, okay, now I can say it was my idea. You're right. That's exactly what she did. And now that you told me that, I have figured it out. I did not realize that until just now. Now I've got her all figured out. Forget it. She's in that's- trouble. That's what they do. That's the ploy. But Cliff Clavin was there. Cliff Clavin was, uh, he was signing autographs. You don't say, this, really. This is what I've noticed about Comic-Con. Well, first okay. of all, I did notice that you go the day before when nobody's there, because today there was going to be 30,000 people at this Comic-Con, and they've been updating the, their tweets and stuff, saying they've closed down the line for this for these two guys, right, like five different times today, because there was like a line of like 800 people. Waiting Damn. to meet these guys. Wow. So I keep feeling bad immediately for those guys that uh, no one was going to come and see them. Sure. But uh, so Cliff Clavin has a line, like a super long line. And this is what I noticed because I got an autograph from the original guy that was the creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay. 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 He's like 100 fucking years old. And this is what I have noticed is that the lines for the oldest people that are going to die because Scotty was there from, uh, from Star Trek, the original Star Trek. He had a super long line. I thought he was dead. I'm pretty sure it was Scotty or maybe it was Bones. It might have been Bones. I don't know. See, this is the other thing they need to do. They got the people's name up there, but they don't have who the fuck they were. Right? Yeah, so for, if you don't know fans. the original guy's name, but I guess I'm not a Comic-Con enough. Because if you I don't probably, know, you shouldn't be there. <laughs> right. Thank you very much. That's, you know what? I think I figured that out at some point. Uh, but uh, the lines for the people that were the oldest were the longest lines, and I'm thinking that's because they know that death yeah. is knocking soon. They're like, yeah, you almost got to jump on that one, or you're going to miss out on those altogether. Well, there's a movie in there. Some old aging star notices his lines at Comic-Con are getting longer, and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh I probably when when someone's diagnosed with cancer, they probably yeah. fucking sell out quickly. They probably hear about it first on Twitter. He doesn't even know. It's like, why are my lines getting so long here at Comic Con? Oh right, someone leaked his cancer uh, online. Somebody that works at the hospital's like, don't tell him, he'll just die. <laughs> well, his doctor is three tables down, like selling fucking medical records. <laughs> well, let me. So uh, you saw that Danielle was going to be there, right? Yes, I did. This bitch has a lot of fucking nerve, dude. First of all, she didn't go for the first day of Comic-Con. I guess she's too fucking important answering the phone at that archaeological artifact, or whatever the name that place is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, then to get a selfie with her, 15 bucks. 15 bucks? I can respect that you're getting a selfie with, but at least autograph something. To get an autograph was an, an autograph picture was an extra 25 bucks. So, like, an autograph and a selfie was 40 bucks. I mean, you don't go there to save fucking money. There's no doubt. Yeah. So what if you bring in a, a, a relic of Americana? Can you trade that for a, a selfie? Yeah. I was I was going to ask her if she would just show her tits. I was saying, how much for your tits? Just bring in, like, one of those old big bicycles with a big wheel and be like, well, <laughs> like, can I can trade a selfie for this? Yes. I'd be like, you know what? I will trade you this for oral. <laughs> she's not even that good looking and you know what she wasn't there the first day and then it said the second day and I'm hoping this was a misprint that she was 
taking pictures and signing autographs for 15 minutes. What the fuck? I mean, you can't even show up for that. I'm sure that was a fucking typo. No, and I agree. She's not that good looking. I would much rather see Mike or uh, the, the uh, little Frank. Short. I would love to be getting like, a hairy bear wrestling match with Frank. <laughs> I feel like I could overpower him. I'm sure you could. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you're saying that like you don't think I could overpower him. I will not submit to fucking Frank from that show. I just won't do it. No, no, of course. You, dude, he's like two feet tall. You could totally I know, overpower yeah. him. That's why I think I could overpower him. He's just a little guy. And that's why you should. <laughs> he's a little desperate guy, though. And he's not, like, married or anything, is he? He's married to the Americana trinkets. <laughs> yeah, he's married to pop machines and small toys. Anybody that collects, you can't trust anyone who collects fucking iron toys. Just to bode <laughs> well for what happened to no. him. Or lead toys. He ate all those. That's it. That's why he's so short. <laughs> this is true. This is true. All those lead howdy duty toys that he bought and consumed. So are you stoked for your trip to Chicago, dude? Like I said, you better bring a fucking coat. It snowed four inches here today somehow or last night. Really? Well, I checked the weather and uh, it doesn't look like any snow, but it does look like it's going to be cold as fuck. Which is unfortunate because at least if you're going to get the fucking cold... You might as well get the snow kicker, you know? Yeah, uh, we had snow here last year, so I guess I'm good on the snow. Maybe we'll get it this year. But I've never been to Chicago. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's cold as hell. It's getting cold as hell here, too, though. I mean, it's going to get down to the 20s, so it'll be about the same, except tall buildings and better food. <laughs> Hopefully, you better pizza, see. baby. I hope, I hope you're not disappointed in a, in a pizza. That's all I want to say to you. I've already made the food list, and, and one of the places is a, one of the uh, the pie, the deep dish pie places. And which place are you going to? Can you do you remember? Giordano's. Pizza Uno, Pizza Due. No, it's called Giordano's. Giordano's, right? Yeah, yeah, there Giordano's. you go. Is it nice. good? Oh yeah, they're all pretty good. Now, what else is on the food list? Italian I beef. Remember. You put Italian beef on the food list. There is, there is. Italian beef. No, wait, what place? No, there's a Luke's Italian beef that I put oh, on there. there? But... Al's is a pretty famous Italian beef place. Okay, I'll check that out. I mean, I'm out of the loop. You know, I just did the Google thing. Right. And they probably... Google. I did that thing. I did not. What is Google? Please do tell. Other than a number. I mean, I know Google the number, obviously. They know everything about everything and us. You know what's funny is I invented something that sounds like that when I was at St. Edward's as a sophomore. Really? The yeah, but here's the weird part is I was teamed up with two guys. One was a Russian guy, and he, like, left St. Edward shortly after that and I think moved to California. Was his name Larry Page? I think it was – I want to say Sir Guy. Sir G, something like that. I can hardly remember the guy. Oh, coincidence. Got to be. Total coincidence. Total. That was, like, the week after I invented the electric car that I called the Tesla. Oh, oh yeah, Seemed like and a great idea at the right. time. Was that guy Elon? I yeah, remember I don't remember his name exactly. I remember he had a very strange name, though. I remember, yeah. I want to say his last name was Muskrat or something. I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, he always had a, an odor about him, a very uh, <laughs> unbent. Odorific. Yeah. Odorific emanations. It was quite a musk, but I, I can't remember his last name. No, I cannot. But he went on probably to do nothing. I think he's probably a trash man or something now. 
<laughs> a trash man. Boy, the, the trash man title gives that job too much credit. No kidding. Now they voted him out of his own company, right? Or they had to, he had to step down as the chairperson because the fucking SEC. It's so fucking stupid. All that shit is so fucking stupid. I mean, it's just a name. He's, he's not done anything with his position at the company other than they took a title from him and and charged him $40 million, right? Which is, uh, percentage-wise, how much for him? 2%? Well, he has, what, $19 billion, correct? Yeah, he's, he's, he does all right. He does. He'll do okay. He'll do yeah, okay. He'll, he'll be okay. After, I hope he can get on his feet after that. I mean, I just hope that he can stabilize himself. So should we tell the people that are listening why I'm coming to Chicago? To see the D? The D. By that, D, I mean by large D. penis? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. No, you're talking about the other D. Sorry about that. No, I can see your penis on Google Maps. Oh, that's have to come true. there for that. That's true. You can. Usually it's in Frank's buttocks after <laughs> I've wrestled him to the ground and made him submit. Wow. I'll give you 40 bucks for that. <laughs> How about Deal? 40 million? <laughs> yeah, so you, you soak for the tenacious D. Tenacious D. Now, have you watched their new thing, Apocalypto? I watched the first episode. It's fucking good. Oh, man. It, it makes me just want to be a rich music movie star so I can just sit around making dumbass little cartoons that are awesome. I'm almost worried that they're going to play a lot of Apocalypto stuff, and I'm not going to know it. Uh, you yeah. have the old stuff. I probably won't know it, but I won't care because I bet it'll just be fun. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be fun. And you're going to be high as hell, so of course it's going to be fun. I'm a little worried about that, Zigzag, I must say, because I am a greenhorn. Jeez. You'll be fine. I'll be there to talk you off the ledge. Well, what about when I have to take the uh, the mass transit back to the hotel and I get lost and end up in a a bad alley somewhere? I'll put you in a cab. You'll take a cab back to the hotel. You're not taking any mass transit. A cab? Yes. I live in a small Texas town. I've never been in a cab. Well, I'll tell you what we're not doing. We're not taking an Uber, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't I trust don't, Uber. I don't. I don't, I don't either. I don't trust the people who drive Uber. Exactly. I, I don't either. It's too random, too many right. desperate people who just need to make money. No. Well, you I'm know, not doing here, Uber. In uh, where I live, in, well, close to where I live, in Kalamazoo, Michigan, like a year or two years ago, some Uber driver went fucking bananas and ended up going on some killing spree, killed like fucking eight people, including two people that were his fucking ride shares or whatever. Jeez, and I'm like, you know course. what? Yeah, you're getting in a car with a guy that legitimately has no fucking, I mean, I, I guess they have a background check. I don't know how they hire Google people, but at least if you're in a cab, they have to like report back to a company or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they get a, you know, they have tax forms and a pay <laughs> stub. I mean, they got somebody to report to. Yeah, Uber. I, I don't trust the Uber shit at all. Well, I mean, how hard would it be for a guy to fake uh, a driver's license, I guess, for an Uber? I mean, I, do they, you just take a picture of your driver's license and send it to Uber, or do they actually check with the Bureau of Motor Vehicles? I don't see them doing any of that kind of stuff. No, no, I, I doubt it. That's all. Probably uh, offloaded with like outsourced to guys in India that have no connection to America. Maybe what we should do is take an Uber there and kill the Uber guy and throw him in the lake. 
That before he blend. kills us. So he can't kill us. It's a preemptive strike. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, there was that thing where that guy, that Uber driver, killed a fucking guy like a month ago in California. But we should make sure we get his keys, and then we can do Uber the rest of the night and make some sweet cash. Yeah. I mean, how much do you think you make as an Uber driver? Probably not much. I mean, I, I, here's an idea I had today, though. You know how you can buy your wall, your your groceries now online at Walmart and had them waiting for you? Yes. Why not send an Uber driver to fucking pick them up and bring them to your house and just pay them like the Uber fare to deliver your fucking groceries? That's an interesting ploy. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. that, that think how big and fat you could get if you never had to fucking leave your house to do anything. Super fat. Super. Here's the trick that we do. Did you use Ebates? I do not. I, I always a. sign up for Ebates, but I'm like, there's got to be a fucking catch. It just can't no. be so fucking simple. No, no. I've gotten multiple checks from Ebates. It, it is, uh, okay, you can sign up as an affiliate for any website. You sign up as an Amazon affiliate. Let's say you have a blog about growing or about growing pecans, and if people buy those books, you get a cover. That's totally they do, but they split 50-50 that with all the people that have the Ebates app because then that grows. People start sharing the Ebates deal, right? Right. And so you trigger Ebates. So now everything we buy at Walmart, we rarely go to Walmart and just walk in there and buy shit. We always buy everything online. We get the Ebates, and plus they fucking pull it now. And you just go and walk up and pick it up, and then we get a check from Ebates for like sixty-five bucks or whatever. Now, how much would you get that? Sixty-five bucks a week, or sixty-five bucks a month, or? Well, it depends on, on you know how much you're shopping. Right, you I mean, make I get sure that. You... It it depends on the uh, each site has you know it could be two percent per sale or seven percent. Some places have fifteen percent. The only place we found that doesn't work with Ebates is. Uh, uh, Home Depot, and that's because they just don't have an affiliate program. Because they're hardcore Christian Republicans, is that their problem? I'm sure. I mean, isn't that everybody's problem? It's a lot of people's problems, that's for sure. Tell you what, I don't think that was a problem at Comic-Con. I don't think – I wasn't getting the hardcore Christian vibe. I didn't see a lot of MAGA hats. At, uh, I'm sure they were there. I'm sure there was a few maggots there, but I didn't see any. I don't know. I kind of doubt it. Does anybody? What are the kind of people you saw at Comic Con of the few that were there? Pretty. I don't want to say normal because I normal isn't the right word, but I would say people who weren't judging other people. How's that? Mm-hmm. Very good. I saw very, very open-minded people at Comic. Sure. You know, and the funny thing is, most of the pictures I got was pictures with people that were just dressed up, right? Like that picture I sent you of me and Darth Vader. Yeah. Just a guy dressed up in a Darth Vader outfit, right? But he didn't charge me $15 for himself. And I almost felt, sadly enough, I was like, should I give this guy a few bucks? I mean, he kind of <laughs> went out of his way to Dude. like dress up in this fucking outfit that was a pretty fucking much a dead ringer for Darth Vader. You made that dude's fucking day, I guarantee you. <laughs> you think, I think he, he was pretty stoked when I said, okay, now give me the chokey hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. He was on fucking top of that. That's crazy. That the fun. guy was just there dressed up. I, I assumed that he was like part of a, a presentation or a deal. No, and you know what was funny is like he was heavy breathing after he did that choking thing to me, and uh, his little cape was like going up and down super fast. So I don't I don't know what was going on there. 
but it was weird. It was very weird. You passing gas? Well, when I said choke me, he said, okay, get on your knees. And I was like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> was he a fondling his cod piece? <laughs> he was. He was very. He was full of his cod piece. <laughs> was he giving himself the forced squeeze? Yeah, yeah. He like he was masturbating without touching himself. It was yeah. it was fucking amazing. He really <laughs> did have the force. That's one of the best parts of being a Jedi. But there was no Yoda, which was a little disappointing. <laughs> I can't believe no one dressed up as a Yoda. Well, most people aren't two feet tall, uh, except well, for Frank. Right. And he was already busy, obviously. Him and Danielle were something somewhere doing buying something very important like an old jukebox or a rusty rim to an old motorcycle that doesn't exist anymore. He was probably in her purse. Oh my god, yeah. She she snuck around in her carry on. <laughs> so uh you sent a picture of a bunch of R two D twos. Where did those come from? Who's who's for those? You can buy those. What? Yes. You could buy like life size. Yeah. Oh yeah. No yeah. shit. And you know what? I was gonna get my picture with those, but then they were like behind a rope. And I'm like, I don't really know the protocol. You know, that was the weirdest part about going to your first Comic Con, being a Comic Con virgin. Uh, surely I wasn't the only virgin no, there. No. No. But uh, I, I didn't know. The odd man out. I wasn't sure what was acceptable or not. I even asked my wife. I'm like, should I ask this Darth Vader guy to take a picture with him, or is that fucking odd? Am I, like, <laughs> imposing? You know what I mean? Yes. And, uh, and luckily he did say yes. And then, like I said, he was stoked to choke me. But those R2-D2s, dude, they were pretty fucking realistic looking. I mean, I'm sure there was, like, ten of them there. Damn. Well, they had all kinds of other, like, old robots from – from the Star Wars things, right? There's like that little orange one that was all beat up looking. But you could buy them? Yeah, they, they could come cheap. Oh, no. They were like four grand. Oh, no. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I was thinking, geez, seems like a pain in the ass to, to like cart these things around, probably. But here's the deal I don't know if they just looked like R2D2. I mean, maybe you picked the thing up and it weighs fucking 10 pounds. You know what I mean? Really, all needs is a bunch of LED lights and plastic, probably. I mean, I was couldn't it, tell plastic. I was afraid to touch one. I was going to ask you, was it moving around? Did they have it, like, scooting around and doing little beeps and boops? No, it wasn't It wasn't doing anything. It just was lighting up. You know, it's funny. Look, look at what I got right here on my desk. Oh, you got a little R2-D2. That, is that R2-D2? That's my original Empire Strikes Back R2-D2 from 1982. Looks like he lost a little color. He's a little old. He... Uh, he's been chewed on by a few dogs. I keep him <laughs> around for, for good luck. What's that thing worth right now? Should we call Danielle and find out? Uh, call Frank. I trust him more. He could fit inside this one. He's probably in there. You should open up and make sure he's not in there by accident right now. Frank! Frank, <laughs> will you take 40 bucks for this? You did You did not pay 40 bucks for that. No, no. That's my original that I've had oh. since 1982 as a kid. Have you ever searched to see how much it is worth? Uh, no, I have not, because I would never sell them. Never? Really? Well, I don't think anybody would buy them in this shape, except maybe Frank. Well, Frank collects them all. He's got them all. Ask him. He's not made of lead, though. That's the problem. It's plastic. Oh, that's one of the cheap ones. I'm, yeah. sure, there's a, I'm sure there's some kind of lead in there. It was 1982. I'm sure that there is some lead content. There is asbestos. 
Oh, was that extra? Yes. Yeah, it was an added feature. You know, I got to tell you what, at least asbestos is better than as worstos. Ooh, look at you. You're like, yeah, Yeah. I said that. I'd I'd, I'd pay for that. I'd I'd buy a ticket. Yeah. (laughs) You've been common, Gleep Glop. (laughs) So I'm pretty excited for this show. Uh, I hope that the people are excited for us to see the show together as well. I'm sure they are. Give us a call if you're going to the Tenacious D Show in Chicago at the Riviera Theater on the 14th at 646-668-8826. Or don't, if you want to be an asshole about it, just don't. Do you think, is there any chance that, um, I mean, I would hate for this to happen because I'm really there to see Tenacious D, but do you think we might steal their thunder a little bit once people I, catch a I glimpse of I told my wife this on the way home from Comic-Con. I said, I will be disappointed if they don't ask us up on stage. I will I'll be, be disappointed. Stolen. Yeah. I mean, we are going, we are gracing their show with our presence. There's yeah, no we're, doubt. We're anointing it. And I will be wearing a Hypersloth tee, I must say. There will be no doubt in my mind I will be wearing some Hypersloth swag for the people to see in all of our glory. That Sweet. is. I'll be wearing a Tucci Southside Subs t-shirt. Will you? No, I'm not. <laughs> we should ask them if they want to sponsor our trip to see the D. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he would. I'm just oh, wondering, I I, you know what? I wish I had like a little microphone I could plug into my phone and we could like interview people at the D concert. Um, we have a voice recorder if you have an iPhone. Oh, yeah, I guess you could just record right on the phone, right? Yeah, you could. Does that seem as legit, though, as having a fucking microphone to stuff in someone's face? Is this, honestly, the microphone seems a little intimidating. You know, maybe if you just say, hey, look, I'm uh, kind of just a creepy guy wanting to record your voice. <laughs> we'll make sure that we only ask chicks, first of all. Yeah. And you know what? We'll ask him awkward questions like, what do you think about the song Fuck Her Gently? How does that make you feel? <laughs> did it make you wet at all? If so, at what point did you get wet? <laughs> That's right. Can you pinpoint the syllable precisely? Was it with, when uh, Jack was a... sucking on your toes, or was it when <laughs> Kyle was wagging his weenus in your face? Oh, my God. They have epic beards now. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I know. I know they do. See, and you, You're a beard guy. I feel like I should have grown a beard for the show. I don't know. I don't think I could do the big bushy beard. No, oh, me neither. Me neither. Well, you know I had a goatee for years. And you're yeah. probably the whole time you knew me, I had a goatee. Yeah, and you yeah. had the long hair, too. I did. I had I had hair on my face and hair in my head at the time. I was living life to its fullest, no That's doubt. Rockstar. Downhill. Every time I lose a hair, I lose a little bit of my virility. Oh, no. Oh, no. I had plenty to go around. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> well, you are covered in hair. I had to stay. The hairs had to start falling out. I was on a fucking, it was a freight train to fucking madness, for sure. You broke up there, so I missed all that. Was it funny or not? Uh, probably not. You listen to it in the re- in the replay. Of course, you'll think it is. So that's why I like you. That's why we make a good team. Yes, I'm like I remember that Looney Tunes where there was a big dog and a little dog. Right. Yeah, I'm the big dog. Hey, Spike. I'm no way. Where are we going, Spike? What are we doing, Spike? Yeah, you're a Spike. <laughs> you're I'm the little up. dog. Oh, <laughs> sucks. I wanted to be the little dog. You can be the little dog. I'm going to get a little bowler hat that I can push way up on my head, like I think Spike had in some other episodes. 
Okay, wait. If uh, okay, let's do this with the two of us. Okay. The foghorn leghorn, or the little chicken hawk. I gotta go foghorn leghorn. I fucking hated the little chicken hawk. Me too, but I hate myself, so I guess I have to be the little. Oh no, dude! Because I wanted the fucking. I wanted. I wasn't sure what I wanted for a long time. For a long time, I wanted the chicken hawk to cut fucking foghorn leghorn into little pieces with that. (laughs) But then at some point, I'm like, man, the little fucking chicken hawk is just so fucking annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? But out here, just trying to fucking. You know. And the reason I also, though, wanted Foghorn Leghorn to get uh, cut up by the little chicken hawk is because he used to smack that dog who was tied up, who I really... He, he was tied my favorite. Dog. He would pull that dog's tail up and then whack him in the ass with a board. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and I used to fucking hate that. Yeah. I mean, they did that like once a fucking episode. Every episode. And there was uh, they did the, the Wheel of Punishment, where they had to... The dog had to spin the wheel that went around and landed on a punishment, and then for some reason he just had to allow himself to be punished. Funny thing is, a couple of years ago, I found out that that whole thing was a metaphor for Mel Mel Blanc's marriage. I'm sure, well, God, can you imagine <laughs> being married to him? You delve deep into what those guys that were coming up with those ideas at the time, they were probably pretty fucking... Probably drunk all day, first of all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Drinking fucking scotch. It, I can't come up with an idea. Give me a fucking scotch. <laughs> yes. Whatever they did. I mean, I'm sure it was drinking back then. I mean, God, it used to be acceptable to fucking start drinking at hard liquor at 10 o'clock in the morning. It was not just acceptable. It was just like uh, that's the way it was. I mean, it's like, what do you mean accept it? Of course. Right. Who doesn't? Who doesn't drink whiskey at 10 a.m.? Then they found out that that was bad for you, somewhat. Yeah, that and smoking. Turns out that drinking whiskey before 10 a.m., actually, it's okay after 11 a.m. 10 a.m. was just a fucking smidge too early. It gives you liver cancer, they found out. Yeah, well. I mean, think about it, though. How could you even fucking be awake at, like, dinner time? Maybe you have, like, five big whiskeys throughout the day. Well, and you know what's funny is that my cousin owns a liquor store, and I've told you this before that uh, the guy, the, the dad who owns the store, he's like 75. He's a funny guy. And he told me the cycle of a fucking, like an alcoholic, right? Like what they drink, how you can tell where they're at in their alcoholic cycle. And this right. is how it goes. Beer, right? Sure. Fair enough. Wine. Ooh, okay. Schnapps. Schnapps, really? Right. Schnapps because it's a little harder than wine, okay? And then... And, and, Okay. It tastes good. It's sweet tasting. That's probably why it really gets its fucking hooks into you. Sure. Uh, and then if you don't get diabetes from drinking schnapps, <laughs> you move on to the whiskey. Okay. Right? And you yeah, go, what's after whiskey? Oh, it doesn't really matter. Just a, It's just a brown whiskey. Then when you go to, to start hiding your drinking, you fall for that old adage that, uh, that people can't smell vodka, so you start drinking vodka because you're drinking all fucking day long. Yes. And then he told me, the grave. He said, after the vodka, oh. is the grave. He was very frank about it. Let me put it that way. And I mean, this wow. guy watched that cycle fucking thousands of times, probably. I mean, he's owned a liquor store for 41 years. Damn. He can so, good it's a book. generational thing, too. He'll be like, oh, yeah, that's old white-haired Johnny. His dad came in until he fucking died at 37. So what? what is schnapps? I always thought schnapps was a brand. 
but it's an actual kind of drink? Yeah, schnapps is like flavored drinks, right? Like they have peach schnapps or uh, apple schnapps, butterscotch schnapps. All, I've had all of these, so I'm, I know them. They were, I did leave them out of my, uh, my alcoholic progression. Yeah. I never got into the schnapps. I went right to the Everclear. I went beer Everclear. What about uh, Ripple? Where does Ripple fit into Ripple that? Wine. Ripple is a wine. Ripple is wine. Okay. And I've had that. I've had Thunderbird. I've had Mad Dog. Have you tried any of these, Rufus? No. Oh, I'm a little disappointed. A little surprised and yet disappointed. I'll be there next week. Well, you have some ripple and schnapps. <laughs> well, they'll have schnapps. That's the thing. You should come to the. Uh, you can come meet me at the Embassy Suites, right? Yes, yes, I am. And they have like a free happy hour there, where you can get fucking free drinks, like free booze drinks, and they got appetizers and shit. Even for me, I'm not staying there. You don't have to. I can bring one guest. Really? Yeah, dude. Here's the funny thing. When I lived in Austin. We used to go to the Embassy Suites and drink without even fucking staying there. Dude, there were so we... many people. All you needed to show them was a key, right? This is fucking 19, what, 91? There was no, like, computer thing that they're going to scan or whatever and see if you're standing there. It was like a little fucking plastic card. Dude, one of my first friends at St. Ed's, who I ended up getting my first apartment with, did exactly that. He had a key that he'd had for two years from Embassy right. Suites. And and one day he was like, you want to go get some drinks at the Embassy Suites? I was like, okay. And we went there, and he had the key, and he was getting his drinks all fucking night. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty fucking awesome thing. That's why I stay at Embassy Suites now. Plus, they have a free breakfast. I stayed at a place last night, Rufus, and I don't know if it was because Comic-Con or whatever. It was a Hilton. I only really stay at Hilton's because I got, like, a Hilton's honor card, right, and a GE number that someone gave me, like, 10 years ago that gets me, like, 25% off a of Hilton room. Sure. But uh, the I stayed at one last night, had like five restaurants in it, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, Wolfgang Puck, super fancy joint, nothing for free, right? Nothing for free. Not even free fucking phone calls locally. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. But you stay at like a Best Western, you get a fucking free breakfast, uh, fucking free local calls, free dinner, you know what I mean? Wait, why the fuck would local calls not be free I don't know. Anyway. I, I have because I guess the one thing is when they figured fifty years ago or whatever, when they came up with the idea to charge you for a local call, they're like, Well, if you're coming here to visit, you're probably calling people locally. Right? Yeah. You're not, you're not calling people out of town necessarily. Sure. So we kind of got you a hostage here. You can Jeez, go downstairs or you use the pay phone or you can call your prostitute from the fucking phone. Inside the Embassy Suites or whatever hotel you're staying at. What was the charge for 911? Uh, you know what? It said this, just like Skype, it says, do not use this phone for 911 calls. Oh. You'd rather find your dead body in the morning. They probably would. How Easy many times clean up. do you think you, I mean, obviously you probably have stayed in a hotel with a dead body, where, where there was a dead body at one point, a hotel room. Well, you had your little run-in with bloody glasses at that hotel. So, obviously, you stayed in at least one room where there was a dead body. Well, it wasn't a dead body. The guy got drunk and fell. Uh, yeah, that's their fucking story. That, Like I said, that is a fucking rehearsed story. That's like a script that they have. You know, it was a drunk guy who fell. They're not like, 
oh yeah, some guy fucking got blasted in the face with a forty-five here about six hours ago. Uh, well, you'll probably be seeing it on the news by the time you go to bed. What if, what if you saw that on the news at ten o'clock that they're carting a body out on a gurney and it's the fucking hotel room that you're staying in right now? And you're watching it on the TV while yeah. you're laying in that bed. What? I don't get it exactly. Well, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, that was a hotel in you know downtown San Antonio, so I'm sure there's been a few murders or slayings there. Now, hotel or motel? It was a motel. It was a it was motel. Motel Six. Right. So yeah, there. Motel Six uh, are not exactly known for their facilities. I don't think. Actually, they're pretty good. They have pets free. That's that's why we ah, have pets. There you go. Shows you. Shows you how in, into cleaning the rooms that they are at the end of the day. Oh, you can let your pet shit everywhere. It's cool. <laughs> right. You're like, it's normal. No, we, it's did, no- we were there for four days. We didn't take our pets outside the room once. Why? Why, Why would, would you? Right. They can get hurt. They can get hurt. Try stuff on a hypodermic outside. They will. They'll get a blood infection. <laughs> what are the weirdest things someone ever found in a place? You know what? I, in a hotel, my mom came to visit us. In Austin, right? And she had a uh, room at the Doubletree right there on Town Lake. And my buddy Corey, you remember Cormone? Cormone, oh, yes. Yeah, he was with us, and we were getting ready to go out to eat, and and my mom opened the drawer right next to the bed, and there's a fucking thirty-eight gun. What? Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. There was a fucking loaded gun in the fucking drawer. That's insane. Yeah. So my mom, I was like, I'll just fucking keep it. You know what I mean? Yeah. My mom did the right thing, of course. And uh, I called the front desk and told them that there was a gun in the fucking drawer. I mean, you know, they should have given my mom like $1,000 or something. Because easily, if she didn't find that gun, the next people sitting there could have came in there and fucking had a little kid that found that gun. Would have been a lawsuit. But uh, so they said, well, there was a police convention there or something in the weeks prior in the gun and price. police convention. So it's either evidence or some cop lost his fucking gun. Right. Got drunk and lost his gun. You know, it probably was a fucking drug deal. I mean, it was Austin, Texas, right off 35, which is like a giant pipeline for drugs back then. Any place right off a major highway is just a drug town. Right. I mean, think about it. I've... Right, right off or right under. Now, how close was that place that you were in San Antonio to the highway? Dude, it was literally like 10 feet from the highway. So it could have been an unsettled drug debt where those bloody glasses were. I love I love the way how they're like he was drunk. He couldn't have just been fucking a guy who tripped and broke his face. They're like, no, it was much worse than that. This guy was drunk. He was drunk. <laughs> I thought they were the, kind of sticking up for him. You know, no, he's not oh. elderly. He was drunk. He, you know. This and Andy and Barney yes. picked him up and took him back to the police station where he's sleeping it off. Right. And getting butt raked because it's San Antonio County Jail. Here's the thing I thought I saw interesting on TV the other night. Some guy was talking about watching porn with his wife. You thought you saw? No, I saw it. Okay. And I thought it was interesting, and I thought, who watches? Who are these people that watch porn together? I don't. I I don't think I would ever even be interested in doing that. 
No, that's weird. I mean, you first of all, instead of watching something with your wife. Uh, first of all, I mean, the awkwardness. Think about the first time you ask your wife if she wants to watch porn. I mean, I know that if my wife was like me, like, you want to watch some porn? I'd be like, uh, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> no shit. Nothing is wrong with you. You're a disgusting animal. Why do you want to watch porn with me? Or why, at all. Porn is disgusting if women are watching it. And why is a dude, would you set yourself up for failure that way? Yeah, I know. You're like, hmm, I wonder if she's fulfilled. If she right. wants to watch porn with me. Watch this guy go at it for 40 minutes, and then I'll do my thing for five. Right. Watch this giant black man that's in total shape <laughs> with an 11-inch penis destroy this lady for two hours. And tell me, and then look at me and tell me you're still interested. It almost kind of defeats the purpose for her, I would think, if she was into that. Exactly. Exactly. You're, you're shooting yourself in the butt. <laughs> what I'm about to tell you is a true story, and I know you're not going to believe it, but it's true. I, I know the guy, right, who's been dating with this chick that's uh, significantly younger than him. I wouldn't say dating. She's using him to, like, pay her credit card bills and all that kind of stuff, right? And they fight and for not even really being together because they don't live together or anything. They just kind of work together. And, and she's, okay. like, down and out. She's always in trouble, right? She's always losing uh-huh. her license or fucking declaring bankruptcy or whatever. And Sounds he's like, just, like, deeper. He, yeah, and he's so hung up on this chick, and I tell him all the time, right? I'm like, dude, you gotta, she's using you, you're a fucking idiot, and all this and that, you know? And he's always like, oh, but she's so hot, right? And she's not hot. He, he, I'm like, she's not hot, dude, you're just old. You know what I mean? She's, just she's not hot. She's wow. not smart, you know what I mean? I'll be, I'm frank with this guy, he's a good friend of mine. And he's, he's always thinks I'm being old. a twat about it or whatever. But, uh... So they break up, right? And they're not even together, so they didn't really break up. But she had told him, like, when they first got together, that she had never been with a black guy, right? Okay. Okay. And this isn't racist at all. This isn't a racist thing at all. So so they are not – they're together and then not together. And this has been going on for, like, three fucking years. And she moves into a new apartment, and she's got a colored guy as a neighbor, right? And And so, like, she's there for, like – three months or whatever, and I guess this dude and this chick, not the, not the neighbor guy, but this guy that I know that I golf with, are having a conversation, and she tells him that she can no longer say that she has never been with an a African-American male. At least she's honest. I mean, and I'm like, you know, I think you would just say that to someone to hurt their feelings. You know, well, I'm like, what, what good comes of that? I mean, yeah, she she's honest sound like her. a she doesn't sound like a grade A individual. No, she's not. And then I say, you know, I'm like, and you want to stay with her? Why? And I see, I don't even. This is the deal. I don't think he's even fucking her or having sex with her or anything. I think that he just says that, so he has like an excuse of why he wants to be punished by her or whatever. You, that's creepy. It is creepy, and he's a pretty good dude, but he's weird that way. That's for sure. Very weird. She's not. I I got to say, the best line from that whole thing is, "She's not hot. You're just old." And it's true. It is. Then we should make a T-shirt that says that. We should. I don't know that anybody would get it. You think anybody would get it? No. Going back to your thing about that guy falling and being drunk and getting blood all over the the Motel Six. Why does no one ever appreciate the last responders? 
Why is everybody like, oh, it's the first, we really appreciate the first responders. It's like the last responders are the ones that really get stuck cleaning up the mess. Why, why can't you appreciate them? Well, there was no last responder there because I found the blood. <laughs> right. That, well, there you, that must be why. Maybe, maybe they're not getting enough support, so they're not, they just gave up on last responding. They didn't even hose it off. <laughs> they're like, don't worry. It's just JoJo, the local drunk's blood. It's fine. Yeah. He's it's fine. Fantastic. He's, everybody it's, it's knows cool. not to touch it. He's had uh, hepatitis C for years. <laughs> yeah. There's JoJo's blood again. <laughs> Don't let your dog lick it. <laughs> That's how you found it. The dog's over lapping up JoJo's pile of blood that he left by the stairs. Comes in with blood all over his muzzle, and he's holding a pair of broken glasses in his mouth. <laughs> and a wig. Like a, a toupee. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funnier if he came over and had the glasses and mouth covered with blood and then like a snipped off finger <laughs> a drug debt he didn't pay. Your dog's like holding it in its mouth. But we all know that the dog would just gobble it up. They would yeah, never have hold it in their mouth. Yeah. My dogs are finicky. They'd gobble up the meat but not the bone. They'd spit the bone out. So I saw on your uh, Twitter that you've never got any uh, – any trick-or-treaters for Halloween? We live on a dead-end street seven miles out of town. So, yeah, we got none. <laughs> Where people go to get murdered on Halloween? Don't go to Old Rufus Lane. People who go there never come back. Well, nobody got murdered that night because nobody yeah. showed up at my oh, house. Well, of course, you have to say that no one came to your house because that's your cover story for whoever you did dismember. It's my alibi. Right. And, you know, I feel you. I live in a neighborhood where there is, like, probably 10 or 11 kids, and we didn't get any trick-or-treaters either. You know why? People have figured out to go to, like, these super fucking packed neighborhoods where the houses are, like, two inches apart and just, like, hit every house. There's there's a business idea. It's just organizing, like, getting a van, organizing the trick-or-treating thing for kids, and you just just take them to the rich neighborhoods. Well, they have all the decorations and all the badass candy. Size and candy you... bars. Nice. What do you charge for that? 20 bucks a head? I, mean, uh, I wouldn't even... Like, we can guarantee you'll get $30 worth of candy in this neighborhood. We just guarantee... It's our guarantee. Have a scale? Have a scale? Like... Oh, yeah. You get at least three pounds of candy. Of course, my yeah. thumb would be a little heavy on the scale. But... Oh, I'm sure it would be. I'm sure it would be. That's that old drug dealer habit. <laughs> What's the worst fucking thing you ever got for Halloween? I don't remember. Dude, I now, now I mean the natural fucking course of things would be like a popcorn ball. Remember when people used to give out popcorn balls? Yeah, those suck. I, Apples. I, I mean, who gives out a fucking apple? You're asking to get it smashed. And I never liked out. caramel apples. I never liked them. And I like yeah. apple. I hate caramel. It's just too do you really? So you yeah. don't eat Snickers bar? No. No milky thing? Snickers, if I recall correctly, because there's other elements to it. But okay. you just have, like, caramel, right? way too much. Wait, it's just fucking cooked sugar. Look what you do. You made me eat a fucking Reese's. You animal. Dude, I've got Reese's. I've got Reese's right now. Leftover from Halloween from all the oh, fucking wow. trees. Never showed it up. Never showed up. We got them. Uh, I put my Reese's in the uh, the freezer. Yeah, I do that as well. They just came out of the refrigerator, honestly. And I t- I'll tell you what, dude. Here's what I do. I know you're not a coffee drinker. 
But when I have my coffee, I put a Reese's in my mouth, and then I drink my coffee and just let it. Oh, you should invent that. You should invent the Reese's uh, chaser. Uh, ooh, the Reese's chaser. Damn, look at you. Dude, I can tell you the worst fucking thing I ever got, and it fucking, this fucking shook me to my core. And I don't know why anybody would fucking give us, I remember this to this day, like it was fucking yesterday. Shook it to your core? Yeah, we were trick-or-treating in this neighborhood, right? And the Jehovah Witness people gave out like a book, right? Like a little comic booky looking thing, Yeah. right? Just like, like this big, you know, like three inches by three inches or whatever. And the whole fucking story was about the mother dying, right? Oh, it was a story about a fucking little kid's mom dying. That's uplifting. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it fucking shook me, dude. I was like, what? I mean, why would they give that shit out? What? I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be like, I went home and was like, hey, mom and dad, look at this booklet. It talks about the mommy dying, you know, and now they're going to be like, yes, we want to join your fucking cult. Because you have this awesome book that you showed our seven-year-old son about the mother dying. I mean, I'm talking illustrated, dude, with a picture at the end of the fucking kid standing over the mother's grave with a fucking headstone. Wow. Yes. Dark. And I thought recently maybe I should Google it and see if it's out there. I mean, it was a real fucking thing. I'm sure it's out there. That just why would they do that? I just don't. Why would you do that? I don't know. Jehovah's Witness are they the same as Mormons or is it a different deal? I don't really know. All I know is this is what I know about Jehovah's Witnesses is that they don't celebrate any fucking holidays because they're so cheap they don't want to buy fucking gifts. Okay, they don't I'm celebrate out. your birthday. They don't I'm celebrate out. Christmas. They I'm don't out. celebrate Easter. I'm out. You know? Yeah. Okay. I feel so, bad. My wife works at a at a school, right? And if they ever have, like, a party, like a birthday party for someone, or, like, a little, you know, say a little Easter or Thanksgiving party where they do a turkey, like, cutouts or whatever, the Jehovah Witness kids have to sit out. So is it a big deal there? They have to leave, they leave the fucking room. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, that's not fucking scarring your kid in its own fucking way. Wow, that's that's wild that there's so many there that... There's not. There's like one or two, but I mean, you know, it's a school about, you know, 500 kids. Yeah, true. Of course, there's a few freaks. (laughs) What are you drinking? What's that? Uh, This is bubbly. Bubbly is the shit, dude. Did you get that at Walmart? Uh, I got this, actually, at the Friendly Mart. Is that the strawberry? Now, this is grapefruit flavored. Damn. But I, I ran out of my normal drink. I took it all on this vacation or this Comic-Con thing, and I never made it to sort of get more. So right before the show, I made a special trip up to the Friendly Mart to get some bubbly and some Reese's. I love the bubbly. They they started carrying at the Walmart here, like in the checkout line where the impulse bullshit is. Right. They they have the strawberry flavor and the lime flavor. Yeah. So the well, pull-up head it's really goddamn good. Got the lime flavor. Well, let me tell you what, Rufus, and my wife told me this the other day. Did I ever tell you that about two months ago we saw the bubbly for sale for the first time, and it's Pepsi's version of LaCroix? Yes. Right? And my wife said, did you ever realize that you're a beverage influencer? And I said, 
I did not. But then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, hmm, I brought Pabst back, right? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> and now I've got fucking uh, Pepsi doing flavored water, which probably goes against their whole ethos. Don't you think so? I mean, it's it's got everything that they don't stand for. They stand for brown. They stand for sugar, right? And now they're fucking doing sparkling water because of me, the beverage influencer. They stand for brown. They stand for sugar. Right. They do. That spells Pepsi, right? Brown sugar. When you break out a word like ethos, you're making a strong statement, but I think you're right. (laughs) Do you think I'm right? Yeah, I I think you are right. Just call me Spike. What was the little dog's name? Spike. Wait, the little dog was Spike? No, the little dog had another name. What was the little dog's name? I forgot. Spike, yeah. No, no, what wasn't Spike. No, Spike was the big dog, right? Yes. Spike. I, you know what? Next dog I get, I think I'm going to name it Spike. I don't even care what it fucking looks like. You should. You know what? Uh, I think I told you this. We uh, The little puppy we kept, we named her uh, Jackie Smith. No, you did not tell me that. And why Jackie Smith, may I ask? I don't know. We, I, I just asked my son, what do you want to name her? And he said, uh, Jackie Smith. And I said, okay. That's now, is that the original Wonder Woman's name? I, I don't is fucking that Jacqueline know. Smith? Or no, Jacqueline Smith, that was one of Charlie's Angels. Really? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Well, she's I think so. Dog. I think it was. And you know what? She had a line of... Uh, furniture out at Kmart, I remember, quite a year, a couple of years ago, and I actually bought uh, a recliner yes. and a, a couch for my office. And you know what? They're not half bad quality, <laughs> honestly. For I got like the whole setup for like 400 bucks, <laughs> and I could, I'm pleased as punch. I'm pleased as punch with the market. You're pleased as really punch is. about it. Wow. Bless her. And I think she still looked pretty good. I think that's what sold me on the couch and the chair. Because in the picture of her in the aisle and on the box of the uh, of the recliner, I do remember she was spread eagle with a dildo in her buttocks. Like, <laughs> I'm a buyer. I said I'm a buyer. I didn't even check the price at that point. So this is the Kmart way. <laughs> there was the blue light special. It was a blue dildo. I'm, I'm sure the purple light special. Did I ever tell you about the time this chick was giving me a blowjob and she fucking acted like my dick was the microphone and said, uh, calling all shoppers the blue light specials in aisle nine? No, you've not told me that. No? I wish no. I told you earlier, but yes, it's a true story. Remind me to remind you to tell me that again. <laughs> okay. Had that many beers? Are you saying that I told you before? No, you've never told oh, me that okay. before. You're all making right, well, that up, right? Go into the VIP. Correct, Amundo? Of course. All right, folks, give us a couple seconds to uh, get our head straight here and take you into the VIP. We'll check on the other side of the break. Oh, come on. What the fuck? Where's the segue? There's no segue there.
And welcome to the VIP part of the show. I'm the Double D. And I'm Rufus. You know, I have to drive. I got to fly out of Houston, which is three and a half hours away. So I got to drive three and a half hours tomorrow just for this trip. So the D better be spot on. Oh, dude, I haven't whacked off in a week. The D will be hard as a rock. Okay. Oh, oh, oh you're ta- again, you're talking about tenacious D. I'm sorry about that. Damn it. <laughs> I got a sensitive tooth. Oh, do you? <laughs> You're yeah. flying with a sensitive tooth? Oh, God. Don't yeah. do it, Rufus. Don't. How many beers are you planning on having before you get on the airplane tomorrow? Let me ask you that back. None. What? Dude, bullshit. Are you out of your fucking mind? No, we're getting on the air. Well, I, I don't get on the airplane tomorrow. I'll get on the airplane Monday. Oh, okay. Okay, so how many At- beers do you plan on having Monday before you get on the airplane then? No, I, I never crack a beer until after 5 p.m. and I get on the plane at 4:30. Really? Yes, really. Sounds like a guy with a problem. No, it's a guy with discipline. Really? Is that what they told you at AA? That's if what I told them. Oh, when you wrote your book, them. your ethos. When I grabbed the mic from the guy giving the AA meeting, I said, "Here's how I do it. I, I, I suggest you guys follow my protocol." I am not an alcoholic. I only get shit-faced drunk every day after 5 p.m. I can see your logic. Actually, if you sense. get if you get drunk according to a, a strict schedule, then it ain't no problem. The problem is whenever you're just constantly just like with your day to day. Right. You know, I schedule meeting, work, drunk, then Hangover, meeting, meeting. Then work. Right. I just got to the point where, first of all, I can't really drink because the stupid thing on my uh, adrenal gland is like goes bananas if you do. But it really, and I think it was the adrenal gland thing, was making me so fucking feel so hungover for like five days. Damn. Oh my god, dude! I'm getting these fucking crazy fucking headaches, like crazy headaches. Not a migraine. I went and had like a an MRI and all kinds of shit, and. uh I don't have a brain, so there was no way for me to have a migraine, they found out. One cell, the guy said one cell, you can't get a migraine. It's just not possible. What about the uh, the blood? Wasn't the blood situation a big deal for a while? I'm asking, yeah, like, was, I, I don't know. Yeah. That was all wrong. That's Yeah, that was all wrong. And you know what? Maybe I should have got on Obamacare because if I wouldn't have been able to keep my doctor, I probably would have fucking found out what was really wrong with me about three years in advance. Oh, shit. Being misdiagnosed by the same fucking guy like ten fucking times. My wife actually asked about your blood situation like and, yesterday. And what did you tell her? Well, after I gave her the back of my hand, I said, "Ain't none of your business." <laughs> oh, I thought you would say, "Here, taste some of your own." Then you give her the back of your hand, and then she says, "Oh yes, I forgot I'm a O negative." Duly noted. <laughs> That's the right way to do it, right? You know what's crazy? She actually is O negative. <laughs> Oh, yeah, how'd you know that? That's a little interesting. Well, the last time I slapped her and she tasted the backside of my hand, she said, oh, that's right, I'm O negative. Okay, that explains it. Now, is O negative, is that like a, what is a, what is, I know that I'm O positive, which is like the most popular brand of blood, but I'm not, is O negative rare or is, do you know yeah, what you are? It's the rare one. I don't know what I am. No? No. HIV positive, I thought, maybe? 
Yeah, HIV positive. Yeah. Now, do people die from AIDS anymore, or did they cure AIDS and it just didn't ever make the news? It's not cured, but you can just take drugs, and it's like having the flu for the rest of your life. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, pretty much. That sounds so bad, having the That's flu every so day. Bad. I mean, come on. Don't be a pussy. Right. Or an I mean, ass. I don't hear about it. I mean, I just know that I can't believe Trump didn't say all the people coming up from Guatemala or wherever were also AIDS-infected instead of just uh, – Criminals and thieves and MS-13 and whatever else. Well, they probably are. Just funny how you, after the election, you haven't really heard about them anymore. It's like they're not even coming. That seems weird. Yeah, I don't know. It all seems weird to me. Like, you know, I pay zero attention to it. So I know there's some kind of caravan. I know there's some fire. Were you scared? Were you scared of the caravan? I don't give two shits about the caravan. Did you go out and buy a couple of long rifles? Oh, you already have a rifle, though. I need a lot of shit done around the house. I'm yeah. waiting for the caravan to get here. Right, exactly. And that's the deal. You know what? There's seven unfil- un- unfulfilled jobs, seven million unfulfilled jobs in this country. And we're trying to keep out the people that want to do them. I don't know. Politics is a conundrum. I hate both sides. I do hate both sides. You know, a lot, a lot of the problem, I think, also is uh, – that um, kids, people these days, the young folk, they want to go to college and become like poets and writers and all kinds of cool things. So we're we're losing people that just actually want to do like real fucking work that gets shit done. So if this caravan wants to come over and handle that, I'm I'm cool with that. Right. Well, you know, educate them. I'm for free fucking education. I think the problem in the country is that people are fucking stupid. Let's, I mean, here, okay, we spend $600, $700 billion on the military. And this is the last political thing I'm saying, but how many bombs do you fucking need? I mean, can't the whole, can a whole war be fought with like two fucking bombs now? Do you need like 5 million people in your military? Or I don't know how many people are in the military, but I mean, do you need that many people? If you can just drop one fucking three hundred million dollar bomb and wipe out a whole country, I don't, I don't want to get conspiratorial, but when you say that the public is dumb, I think that's probably by, by design. Oh, you know, no that's doubt. why there's not not free education. There is no doubt about that, and you just wonder what is the fucking straw that breaks the camel's back that's going to take people to the fucking streets for real. What would it have to be? I don't know. People are on the streets right now. There's there's protests going on in New York City and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, fucking say, like, uh, five million people march on. Like, the Vietnam War kind of consolidated people that were of the age at the time to to protest and fucking literally take it to the streets. Now it's like, I'd like to take it to the streets, but I'll and someone else is going to do that, and I'll sit home and eat a microwave burrito instead. Well, I think that's part of the problem. And maybe it means it's not a problem. Is that honestly, as shitty as things might be for somebody, it's still pretty good compared to like a third third world country. So it's hard to, you know, when you're getting all right. pissed off on your tablet, and you're like tweeting, <laughs> "Fuck this shit, fuck this shit," and you're on your tablet in a restaurant. My Wi-Fi sucks. Right. You know, then it's it's hard to get out and really right fuck shit up. something. You know what I was thinking? Here's what we need to do: fucking let the the uh, people in, right, whoever, we just do a trade one at a time. 
And for some fucking lazy guy that's not working or whatever, we fucking send him out. We just yeah. have like a revolving door. We're like, okay, you don't work, whatever, you're out. And this fucking guy's coming in. And we'll see that's, how it works out. Apparently not working for you. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Criminals. Why don't we export our fucking criminals? Why don't oh, especially like the really bad ones. Fucking export. The, uh, yeah, tell the country, tell Mexico, Honduras, whatever. Look, we'll take 10 of your guys <laughs> right. if you take this one mass murderer that we've had in prison Dude, for 20 fucking years. what you do is you show up at a fucking prison with a roulette, like a roulette wheel. Or, a, you know, like a spinning wheel. And you have like 20 fucking destinations on it. And you make the guy spin the fucking wheel. You buy him a plane ticket to that destination, give him some kind of fucking ID or whatever, and like $300 in spending cash and say, all right, buddy, you're fucking, you're out. <laughs> you're on your own. Yeah. I mean, okay. That's a, you know what? I guarantee that fucking probably crime would go down about 80 fucking percent. If you're like, oh, they're going to fucking ship me to like Stalingrad or fucking somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be, you got to have some select countries on oh, that yeah, wheel. No, it can't be like wheel. Paris. It's right. It's got to be no, like no. Guatemala, no, Honduras, Venezuela. No. Yeah, there's like uh, Nairobi, fucking, <laughs> what I mean, where people are going to go and yes. be lucky to live like 48 hours after <laughs> land. And then you make a TV show out of it. A camera crew follows them. <laughs> yes. We can, I mean, we could come up with a great name for it, like, uh, you know, The Great Escape or something. Mm. Prison in the wide open. I don't know. Right. Prisoner swap. Or wait, people swap. There you go. You do a wife swap where you swap a, a, a gay butt-raped guy in prison with some wife on the outside and take her <laughs> husband and put her a in a... real housewife of New Jersey. Right, and put put her husband in a maximum security prison. Ooh. Dude, I think what you do is you just swap out a fucking prisoner with a guy who fucking works with a hoe in the middle of the fucking African jungle, right? And say, okay, dude, you, you know, you want your freedom. This is your fucking freedom. You can go here and work in this fucking middle of this jungle with a farm implement, you know, and you just got to get straight. You're never coming back. Here's another idea is you take like somebody who's in a maximum security, hardcore ass fucking prison and you swap them out with somebody who's like in a, a cushy white collar wall street kind of minimum security prison and be like, <laughs> Oh my God. Because most of those motherfuckers that like fucked everybody over in 2008 right. and shit, they you really need to be fucking time. Not one day. Now one no, person. They, was prosecuted for all that fucking mess. Not one person. No, well, some people have. Uh, I don't think so. I'm not talking about specifically that, but I'm saying like, oh yeah, like white collar. All the prisons are there for fucking shit up for a lot of fucking people. Well, but it was just paperwork, you know. Fuck right. That. Put them in well, a not violent offenders, but see now I don't even know if they have white collar prisons anymore. I think it's all fucking like. Yeah. You go to fucking prison because they, they corporate, they made it corporate, right? So it's like, sorry, you get the same fucking two dollars and fifteen cents a day spent on you as this fucking other guy does, right? And you come out a changed person. I think fucking two weeks in jail would probably change a person. I mean, I, you know what? I wonder where that cracking point is. You watch sixty days in, right? 
But those yeah. people know that they're getting out, and they're not getting out having a fucking record or having that they've been on in prison on their fucking record. And they're not at a federal prison. Either. Oh, that's they're in county protected, right? right? But I wonder how many days in you do before you it fucking something in your brain just goes, eh, okay, we're never the same again. Dude, I've been listening to a a, a podcast. I've, I've binge listened to it for like the past week, and I've, I'm caught up now. Uh, even though they have a new one, I think that came out two days ago. It's called Ear Hustle, and it's a it's a podcast that's made completely inside San Quentin Prison. And it's Are a you really serious? yeah. It's maybe it, the the two hosts, and they interview a lot of people in the prison. But it's all produced inside the prison, and the two hosts are this chick who's uh just been volunteering there for like seven years, and this guy who's serving 21 to life. And it's pretty goddamn interesting. Now, on really that neat. on that podcast, do they, like, tell people to say hi to people from, like, the outside? Like, hey, JoJo wants to say hi to fucking Mikey. And she liked it because I saw a, a thing on PBS where these people did this prison radio station, right? Uh-huh. And if they were, but I don't know how long, I wonder if this is just kind of like a the same kind of thing. But they would broadcast on AM radio, right? So the huh. prisoners could listen to it on their AM radio, and they'd be like, hey, Mike, your Uncle Danny wants to say happy birthday and shit like this. And the really? prisoners could hear it. Yeah, and they, like, would get real news and shit like that. But that really? was actually pretty interesting. Sounds like kind of like the same thing. They do this more like a documentary style. I mean, like, each episode is about something that has something to do with, like, being in prison. And they interview prisoners and talk about it. It's really interesting. And apparently, San Quentin though is like a real what you call a correctional facility. Right. That yeah, it's progressive. They have all these programs and stuff. It's not like you know one of these hard corporations in California where people have fucking rights. I'm telling yeah, you this. exactly. You know, Michigan has legalized recreational marijuana now, and it will be legal in like. 45 days, but you won't be able to buy it anywhere for like two years. But if you get caught with pot, you won't be in as much trouble. You won't be in any trouble, actually. But it seems to me like if you watch these places that have legalized marijuana, first on a medical basis and then a fucking recreational level, the people in these states become more fucking level-headed, right? And more fucking about having compassion and empathy for people. Gee, you think? The states that are last to fucking go, and Indiana will be one of them. It's like the fucking people are just so fucking stupid. Texas you know will definitely I mean? be one of the last. Oh, yeah. Texas and Indiana are on the fucking very bottom of the list. And you know the problem is, if you look at the average age as like a senator or a fucking congressman from Texas or Indiana, first of all, they're white Christians, right? Yep. So they got no reason to fucking change anything. Their life is so fucking cushy, and they get to pull all the strings and make people's fucking moral decisions for them, you know, Ooh. with their own fucking morality. It's yes. just, this is what I saw the other day was that 18% of the people, right, are choosing the president and the fucking people in Congress. Because the way the whole system is set up, you get the same amount, say, okay, New York gets the same amount of senators as fucking Wyoming. Well, there's 18 million people in fucking New York, and the whole state of Wyoming has like 600,000 people. Right. Right? So you're, but they got the equal say in what happens in America, right? Which makes no fucking sense. And that's how Donald lost the popular vote or lost the popular vote 
but still got fucking voted into office. Eighteen percent of the people chose the fucking president. So I read a tweet the other day. I just looked up for some reason. I looked up Donald Trump tweets, and I right. found a list. I found a list of, and one of them was like right after the election. He said, "You know, I I got a majority of the electoral votes." And he's, and then he said, and I got a majority of the popular votes, if you don't count all the illegal votes. Right, yeah, that was his big thing for a while. <laughs> and then he started that investigation, right, into voter fraud or whatever, and no one fucking found one thing. They didn't find, they found like one voter, fraudulent voter, out of like 35 million fucking ballots cast. So uh, that just kind of quietly got swept under the rug. So you know what I mean? You know what's crazy, though, with all this Trump stuff? Is that it's not that bad. It's going to pass. I mean, it's going to pass. Right. And then it's going to be like, we'll look back on it and be like, God damn, remember that crazy-ass fucking shit? But I mean, really nothing's – we're not in a no, crazy-ass fucking war. There's not shit going on. It's just – Well, if he gets people on the Supreme Court – the country, if he gets one more person on the fucking Supreme Court, the country will fucking be in a kind of a pickle because the people he's put on the Supreme what, Court. What's on the Supreme Court that's going to happen? Just about anything, dude. They're going to over outlaw abortion. They're going to get rid of, they're going to make pre existing conditions unconstitutional for insurance companies. And I then mean, after that, Trump, all that shit will be undone. No, I won't be, though. Not these fucking nut jobs on the Supreme Court. First of all, if there should be a term limit on anything, I would think it would be the Supreme Court. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't know whoever true. thought that should be a lifetime fucking appointment. Uh, well, people back in the day when people only lived to be like 46 <laughs> right. years old. Yeah, that's true. They're like, well, with age comes wisdom. Yeah. Well, that was before Alzheimer's. And <laughs> it was before wisdom. <laughs> Just right before. The decade before wisdom. <laughs> the decade before wisdom. That sounds like a Hemingway book. Oh my God! It really—it sounds like a, a actually a, a good title for a book. It does the decade before wisdom? I think I Times bestseller. I think I'm going to make that my memoir of my uh, probably my years spent at St. Edwards. Wait, would that make sense? It would not be. That would be me in high school, I guess. Would I don't know. I was trying to calculate that in my brain. It wasn't working. I, guess, I don't have the wisdom yet. I, I think I got wisdom at St. Edwards. I mean, I learned how to roll a joint. I learned that most economical way to buy beer is two tall boys at a time at the checkout at the 7-Eleven, where a beer, you get two for 89 cents at one point. How crazy is that? Two 16-ounce beers for 89 cents. I looked at a photo from back at St. Ed's of me. Uh, maybe it wasn't up here by me, but it was at a gas station. And in the background was a gas sign, and the gas was like 92 cents a gallon. Right. And I was like, what? What happened? Yeah. I, you know what? It is crazy, because I was actually thinking that when I was in high school, gas was 80 cents a fucking gallon. That's insanity. Seems like a lot of work, because gas is fucking heavy. You know what I mean? A gallon of everything weighs like, what, 10 pounds? Maybe more? Something, I guess. Seems like it would be more, not even cost efficient to deliver gas at that fucking price. Well, I guess fluctuations and economics. Well, I mean, I'm saying, things. you know, you got to pay a guy to drive a fucking truck. He's getting a couple bucks a fucking hour. And burning gas. Right, right. And wear and tear on the truck or whatever. 
I mean, I'm still almost this amazed that it's need... only three dollars a fucking gallon now. Seems like it should be like seventeen dollars a fucking gallon. That's why we need these caravan people to come over so they can drive it for even less. <laughs> That's true. You know what? They can just carry it on their back, like they do <laughs> they... in Guatemala or wherever they're coming. <laughs> you know what? I had a buddy though went to like Guatemala or somewhere, and he he told me that gas there was like fucking twenty five cents a liter. Uh, I can't do no metric math. What does that mean? Twenty five cents a liter. The eight bucks a gallon. I think it's uh, no. It comes out to twenty five cents for four tall boys of gas. I do believe. Okay, they, they sell it to you by the can. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's my math. That's how I do liquid math. I'll take a, I'll take a case of gas. <laughs> right. Give me two cases. <laughs> that's exactly uh, 6.41 gallons, American <laughs> U.S. I'll take gas light. Do you have a gas light? But really, GD gas. It comes down to, I guess, supply and demand. In a place like Guatemala, maybe there's no demand for fucking gas. But here, it's like everybody's got two fucking cars. So... You know, I did notice yeah. that the way it fluctuates, though, is what's happening in the news. Well, I mean, remember the days when they couldn't, it was 89 cents forever, probably because to go out and change it, you had to, like, call a special guy to come out and, like, change the machine, because it used to say on the pump how much it was, right? You, you couldn't just push a button inside of the fucking store and change the price of gas, you know? Right. Probably put a whole bunch of people out of business the day they made that button, the digital gas pump. Yeah, that that button should be repealed. <laughs> you know what? Put, why? This is what happened in Guatemala, and that's why all those people are walking up here is because they were put out of their jobs changing the price of gas on the machines. They're protesting the button. They should. Well, I was going right. to watch Apocalypto, but I guess that's not going to happen. No, it's eight thirty, and I gotta piss like a racehorse. So, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have to wear a diaper to the D show, I think. It's been an hour and a half, and I'm I've had like fifteen beers. What have you had? Half a bubbly, and you've had like two and a half. But I also take hello those pills for the for the yes. Oh, that's what I meant to tell you, Rufus. This is what I'm bringing you to take back to Texas with you. What is that exactly? That is this. It's the extension of this. I have one of these. Is that similar? Uh, I don't know how. This is kind of like probably the size of a cigarette. This takes herb, though. It's oh, does it? You've got an herb yeah. vaporizer. This is THC oils. And so. The dogs won't detect that? No. No, dude. I got these guys that fly with that shit all over the place. No, I mean, they're guys that I work with. I mean, I don't supply them with it. So where do I get THC oil? I'm going to come home with this. I'll take two puffs. I'll be done. And then I'll be like, well, okay, shit. No. You'll get hooked. You'll probably just get hooked. Well, that's the problem, but I can't get it anywhere. Oh, you'll be able to. Don't you worry about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you know how long this will last you? That'll probably last you fucking four or five months, I bet. Dude, I still have a lot of the, the dirt weed that you sent me. I mean, you sent me a lot of good That's weed, but I, I have the dirt weed that you sent me. When you sent it, you're like, this will last you two years. I was like, no fucking way. I was like three years later, and I still have it. See, I told you. I know everything. You know why? Because it's a 
it's a pain in the ass to deal with. I don't have a, a bong or anything, so I've always got to like. Wait, oh, did shit. I send you one of these? Wait, wait. Because if not, I'll bring you some. You can fly with these. These aren't even illegal. Yeah, I sent you this, didn't I? The hell is that? It's a 420 tube. It's a little glass pipe. Oh yeah, I got no. I know. I'm talking about like breaking the shit off the stone. Oh my like, god! I start doing that. I'm like, ugh. I can't like, deal with breaking things up with my fingers like a monkey. It's like a second job. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know what's funny is this whole other one that I have to send you that I keep yeah. talking about sending, but then you made me scared. Is all broken <laughs> up already? It's all ground up and ready to go. How did I make you, you scared? You wouldn't even have to do anything to it. Other than me talking about my own fear, how did I make you scared? Well, then it made me scared. Your fear rubbed off on me. Now uh, I know how your dogs must feel around you. No wonder yeah. they're so anxious. They're small. They're like ankle height, so it's e- they're easy to kick. <laughs> right, far. You can kick them far away where you don't have to look at the like the sole as part of their eyes. After you the cool thing them. is I don't have to like rear back and kick them. I can just scoop my foot underneath their midriff and then just... Give him a good toss. Give him a good toss into the wall. Yeah. Awesome, dude. You should use that on YouTube. I know people would love to see that. I should. I guarantee that would go viral. I I bet it would. It would. How to to train dogs. Make sure you added a couple of yelps, though. Even if if they're not audible, you need to add like one or two yelps if you really want to convince people. I should. I'll add some breaking bone sounds, too. First of all, you know what? Last question for the show. Why would they name that Yelp? Why would they steal know. my program and name it Yelp? Why would they steal your program? Yes. Because who hasn't stolen things from Double Z? Uh, it almost seems like it. Did you get that thing I sent you where they made that game, that app into a pot game that we had talked about like fucking three years ago? Yeah, I know. It's so frustrating. First, the fucking tenacious D steals our whole shtick. We were the D before the D. Being hyper means constantly having heartburn. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're constantly innovating. That's, you know what? We're staying ahead of the curve. I will say that. And you hear, you know what? I had an idea for a fucking thing today, right? My parents had all that water damage at their house, right? And it turns out that it was a crack in their toilet right? That leaked all over the place. And I sure. was sitting there and I was, I, I don't know why I was thinking about that. I was thinking about it because that time you told me that your toilet overflowed onto your pants one time. Didn't you tell me that? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, why is there not a fucking valve or a sensor inside of your toilet that says, okay, the fucking toilet water is getting up to this level. Time to shut off the fucking pipe that feeds the fucking toilet. It's a conspiracy by the plumbing industry. I mean, I have to plumbers. feel that it is because it, it's so fucking simple. All you need is a float valve that costs like a nickel. It would shut the fucking water off. They already have float valves in them. In the back of the toilet. You're right. You need yes. All you need is a piece of wire from one float valve to the other fucking float valve that says when this one goes up, this one fucking shuts off. I guarantee you there's probably 40 patents in there that have all They're been probably. overlooked or scrapped. And the plumbing, the plumbing lobby has been like... You know like, that's why they you know, shut down Studebaker, right? No. Studebaker Cars, which was made in South Bend, Indiana, this is why I know this, was like a super-duper gas-efficient car, right? Like, they actually had a patent 
to a carburetor that could get like 60 miles to the gallon. This is in like 1950. And yeah. they got bought out by fucking Chevrolet who shut them down. They're like, yeah, we don't need that. You know what I mean? We don't need 50 miles to the fucking gallon. Yep. Insane. Insane, I tell you. In the membrane. <laughs> Insane in the membrane. Insane right, in the membrane. I guess right. next time I'll see you, it'll be in person. Yeah, how weird Not is that? I hug you or... I don't, it's going to be a little awkward. I expect a manly handshake. Okay, okay. From me, not from you. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, of course not. I will give it my best limp-wristed uh, attempt, though. We'll do one of the, let's do the this and uh-huh. the this. Right. And then that. No, dude, we're going to do, let me get, get up here. We're going to do this. Okay. This. This. Then thumbs together. Oh, that's right. Then twist it around for the joint. Then we're going to take a hit. We're going to get real high. Okay. Let's remember yeah. that. If you don't do that, I'm going to knee you in the fucking nuts. You, you're going to have to babysit my ass at night. You understand You'll that? Fine. You'll be fine. Trust me. Oh, wait. Let's do that one more time. Let me learn it. Okay. We're up. We're thumbs, like thumb wrestling. We blow our hands like thumb wrestling, right? No, 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 no. Uh, Straight up. Yeah. Thumb wrestling, thumb together. Hold on. I'm trying to get in front of the camera. Thumb together. Okay. Spin it into the joint holding thing. Uh, Back and to the bow. That's how we're going to do it, Ruben. That's how we're going to do it. Why the fuck don't we have a TV show, man? That's the same handshake I do with my wife, just so you know, even though she doesn't smoke (laughs) it. She doesn't even know what it means. I make her do it. She's like, okay. She's a good sport. Do it knows. with the hand that's not broken. Right, exactly. I always make sure to, to put, do all the damage on the other side of her body. Her, her bad side, we call that. The bad side. <laughs> the one that's purple all the right, time. Yeah, purple, blue, yellow. Depends purple, on what, what time of the month it is. How long it's been since I got angry. <laughs> it's seasonal. It really, I find that the winter months are probably the worst for the left side of her body. (laughs) More time together. This is true. This is true. It's common. Well, it is. You know, when she says my good side, I always, you know, I try to keep one side pristine. The one that sleeps with its side to me. (laughs) The one that can't put itself on a pillow without feeling excruciating pain. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. A pillow. She sleeps kind of. Well, that's when I let her sleep in the bed. But that's a that's a whole other story. Yes, it is. All right, I well, gotta run, dude. It's official. We're gonna see each other, and we're gonna see the D. What do you say? Boom. We're in. We're up. We're soon. We're spinning. We're smoking. Right, we're doing it. I'm gonna play the farmer song because we're smoking weed right now. Got it. So. Uh, I don't know. I will give you a call, I guess. Well, text me when you get to Chicago. Oh, well. We'll let you know. Well, you know what? Text me anytime. That's fine, too. You don't have to wait till you get to Chicago. You can text me tomorrow, whatever. If you if you find a bloody pair of glasses or dentures at your thing tomorrow night, I'd like to hear about that, obviously, at the hotel. I'll let you know for sure. Now, where are you staying? I know you sent it to me, but that was so many texts ago, I don't know if I remember. The Congress Hotel. Plaza Hotel. It's supposed to be haunted. Is it? 
Supposedly. That's got to be good. I mean, is that good or bad for business, I wonder? Yeah, probably good. You think so? I mean, you think there's enough weirdos out there like us that were like, that'd be interesting. And you know what? Like I said, I want to see a ghost. As crazy as that sounds, I'm always like, when I'm in a spooky situation, I'm like, show yourself. Reveal yourself to me now. And I guess maybe maybe they don't just like me. Maybe maybe there's something wrong with me that they haven't revealed themselves. I never even thought of that until just now. Well, if I Thank see you. one, I'll let you know. Tell me. Tell them to come visit me. Send them over to the Embassy Suites. You can come if I meet one. You can come back and talk to him. All right, that would be or cool. Her. Or that it. Cool. Now, if your son starts wearing red rum and all kinds of weird shit, I want you to get out of there. Oh, trust me, I'll be at what? I'm in a separate room, so I won't know. So now, what time are your your wife and son expecting you back on the night of the D? I guess would be a a question. I told them not even to expect me back that day. Okay. All right. I got gotcha. you. I got I got a suite, so. We're good. Or at or the all. next day. I got late checkout, too, so we're we good. Have separate, I'll just say that we, we have separate flights on the way back. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Now, do you actually have separate rooms? No, of course not. Oh, my God. So there will be a murder-suicide for this trip. I mean, seven. how many, how many days will you guys be in, in Chicago? I'm Four. trying to make you squirm. I'm watching you squirm right now, my brother. I'm squirming like a madman. I, I got to run. I, I got to go. I got the hot seat. I got you in the hot seat. These are important questions. They're not so five days, five days you're on in Chicago in one hotel room together? Zigzag. Yeah. Like a All right, Rufus. We'll see you Wednesday. I'm sure I'll talk to you before then. Be good, my brother. And uh, I'm going to play us out with a little farmer song. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Next time, maybe you'll get a little taste of the double Z in the roof. Live, Hyperslots Live, maybe after the D show. Why don't we do a little live junket from the hotel room? I'll bring my computer. We should. All right, we'll do it. All right, Rufus, be good. Hello to the family. Give the dog a good swift kick for me, and we'll see you on Wednesday, my brother. I my will. brother. All right, bud. Yeah. Oh, fuck yes. I beat you to the punch on that. I'm disappointed. Yeah. You're in fucking rare form tonight. Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, right, we'll catch you.
We got you on the line right now. I think we're going to play the trifecta. We're going to go into, uh, let's go into the song that started all, Internet Love Song, circa 
comic and silicones And she likes what she sees Of course she does Hello. 
ham, green eggs, and ham. Oh, fried eggs and ham. Sorry, green eggs. That's not bad. I take a menu, please. Fried eggs and ham, bitch. I like it. Slap it on a plate with my teeth. I bite it. I suck it in my gut. Metabolize it, do it like the Donner Party Cannibalize it, your fried eggs and ham, bitch Full of protein, trying to take my plate Ha, you see me get mean, snap your neck And leave you in a ditch Now I'm going back for seconds Cause I need my fix of fried eggs and ham Coming from the farmland Where they got the fat peas and the chickens on hand Take a chicken egg, hold it up to the light If you see a little chicken, say no, it ain't right For breakfast, omelet or quiche You be chomping chicken bones, chicken feathers and a beak Your fried eggs and ham, bitch, than the weed might not get you high, but your belly it will feed if you're hungry. You need a hearty meal, yo, fried eggs and ham, bitch. Uh, it's a real deal. Happy Hour, this the 10th day of November 2018. Next time you hear from us, probably live uh, listening to or after the Tenacious D Show in Chicago, the 14th. So we'll catch you then. Thanks for listening. This is Double D out. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.